0: on The Daily Walk.
1: It is Thursday, August 2. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I am Japheth de Oliveira. Let me uh, pray for us as uh, we're coming towards the end of the week. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you again for this text. I want to thank you for the deep challenges laid down that Paul has written down inside here of uh, accepting that we died to the old and embrace the new and ask God as we reflect on it one more time today. May the Spirit give us new insights. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Another new translation today, it's the New International Version. Romans 6, one 14. subtitle is Dead to Sin, Alive in Christ. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? We were therefore buried with Him through baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with Him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united with Him in a resurrection like this. For we know that our old self was crucified with Him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with Him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over Him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master because you were not under the law, but under grace.
0: Hmm. I, like, I like that version. Uh, our question for today then is this and uh, new uh, Daily Walk today, not written by Icky, but written by his associate Derek. And so I want to encourage you to read that new insights, boulder.churchfor slash daily. Uh, and, uh, and here's the question that he lays out What challenges do you face when you pivot? Uh, from a privatized faith to a communal faith what challenges do you face when you pivot from a privatized faith to a communal faith
1: oh i like that possibly the challenge of accountability Mm -hmm. for instance i remember a few years ago i was vegan (laughs) and i was at a place where we had a dinner that was served for us and we were supposed to go through line and and pick the food, and yeah. the food, none of it was vegan. So I yeah. just decided not to make a big deal out of it. And, and just let it just go. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to make a big deal Need out of it. you got extra cheese. No, it no. was just, there was some kind of, it was like some kind of toast with cheese and mushrooms on uh-huh. it or something like, fine. Yeah. just have it. It's no big deal. It's not going to kill me. So, you know, I go and put this on the plate. I have somebody trailing along behind me. <laughs> I realize it's a person whom I know who's Uh saying, I don't think that's vegan. That's not vegan. Uh And I'm just kind of like, you know, do you mind? Were they doing it in that voice? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: sure. (laughs) And
1: I realize that, yeah, as soon as you make any sort of a claim about anything that you're doing, Mm. it can be best almost to not make that publicly Mm. because other people don't have the ability to... I don't know, nuance the fact that you may not in this situation want to make a big deal. You don't want to embarrass your host by pointing Mm. out that they don't have anything that you can eat. So you're just going to go ahead and eat it, right? So I think when you make your faith public, you're kind of inviting people to feel that perhaps they have the right to comment on your life in some way, which, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If my main primary goal in life was to be strictly vegan and to not deviate from that in any way then that little voice running along reminding me that I was off the rails would have been helpful
0: I think that's exactly and I you know I know some people that are um, how do I say this Uh, they're scared to meet they're scared to meet they're and,
1: scared to meet or they're scary to meet. No, they're
0: scared to meet with me.
1: Oh, they're scared to meet with you. Yeah,
0: they're scared to meet with me. And I think and I know because eventually when I do meet with them, they will actually,
1: you know, get oh, to the point you're where they a meet. Pastor,
0: so yeah. they don't want you like walking
1: around in their business.
0: Because when you start to have open accountability, it's difficult. And you know, talking about the vegan thing, it's kind of funny because I'm in the middle of this vegan thing as well, when I'm where I'm gluten-free and vegan. Oh my
1: Mm. Yeah, and
0: uh, and I'm unfortunately you know enjoying it oh
1: oh that's because I make food for you
0: yes and and so which is really really good uh, but I, but I'm enjoying this uh, vegan gluten-free thing right and so it's it's perfectly fine and yet there are moments right where uh, I'm with different people and and I think oh man I'm, I'm like I'm staying faithful to this entire course I'm doing this entire thing and I'm like but but you know, what if there was just like one little moment when a drop of cream landed in my black coffee? Would it be really that bad? And I don't, but but the open accountability is really good. Uh, and yet it's very, very raw. Now, now take something really serious, right? Take something like your, your walk with God, which people often like, this. I, I love this question, which often believe it's very private. So I had a guy that I was talking to recently who said to me, um... I, I, you know, I don't come to church because it's, it's my thing. You know, I just live in the mountains on Sabbath, and that's what I do. I recuperate in the mountains, and I'm happy with that. And I was, I was challenging the person, saying, actually, church is not about you being in the mountains by yourself. Church is actually you belonging to the community and being in community together, communally, and having accountability because you never meet the community any other time, and it's amazing how many people want to be by themselves, and and then they'll say things like, well, I'm an introvert, or I'm, you know, I I just around too much people, too many people, and uh, I'd like to just be by myself and stuff, and I'm like, you can. You can also do that as well, uh, but there is something to be said about being held together, and, and Paul's challenging us here, I think, in this text, and Paul's just Pulls it together here, saying that we are a call together here to to this community to together to be baptized, to belong, to all of us uh, present ourselves as members, to follow and be engaged. And I think that we should step up somehow and open ourselves up. What from do a you find faith.
1: that communities of faith actually are about accountability? Because I'm think, thinking I don't. Recall I think they are, ever inf- having had anybody ask me an accountability type question. Well, genuinely.
0: Well, I well, I have that.
1: Well, I mean, I know you do because you're a different. You live in a different league than I'm talking well, about. Me, I'm a normal person. <laughs>
0: I'm a normal person no, too. I mean,
1: I'm a normal person, just a person. You, I don't have a I title. Think, I'm not the but, pastor. H- but here's the thing: people therefore do are not going to come up to you. Do you place
0: me. yourself in the I'm place there in where you're so no, no, placed as much you, as anybody is? But do you like offer? Because I do that all the time. I don't know.
1: What would that be? Walk up to somebody and say, I'd like some accountability. No. Would you like to tell me anything? I think maybe. Uh, What?
0: Hmm. That
1: would just be weird.
0: Well, it could be creepy as well.
1: Well, no. I mean, also, usually when I think of accountability, I'm not asking people to observe everything they think is wrong with me. If that's what we're talking about, I I do have that. I do have people who correct me, Oh, who (laughs) tell me what's wrong with me. I don't think of that as accountability, though. No. I don't have people who will genuinely ask me like how I'm doing spiritually. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had anybody ask me that. No, I have that. Not at church. I have
0: that. I have that at church, and I have that Um. further afield. But I think maybe it's because that's the world that I'm in. I wonder. Yeah. And I've never thought about that. Um I never thought about that.
1: Well, I think for other people that world doesn't so maybe, really exist.
0: Maybe that's why it's a bit of a shocker, uh, for some people.
1: Well, or it's kind of a shocker when you think you don't mm. ever get that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true as well. And I and I think yet at the same time I think that we actually should be moving always to more of a communal faith rather than a privatized faith. Yeah. I, I, I mean, do I don't that,
1: go and ask people accountability questions either, in all fairness, because I'm just really not that kind of a person.
0: Although, I think that, you know, like, I love our open word that we have, you know, on uh, Sabbath at church, and I love that that is actually a communal faith experience. Yeah, of course. Because then we get to, like, ask each other, kind of like, and we share about parenting and life and theology and... and concepts like that. And I think we yeah, actually are experiencing that. that kind of, maybe that is the kind of accountability. That would be our connect group, which is uh, for some people, they call them Sabbath school or Sunday school for some churches, but we call them connect groups. And so, yeah, that's uh, that actually is where we kind of stand. And I think that's actually a good place for that. So think about this today. Uh, what challenges do you face when you pivot from a privatized faith to a communal faith? Um, I think there's a lot of challenges with that, but I think there are actually good challenges moving yourself from that place. So think about that and look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.